Hi, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to the Coaching Call podcast. On this podcast, we'll cover various types of coaching by trainers in sports, martial arts, fitness, and business. We'll discuss each coach's methods to getting the most out of their respective athletes or clients and how they attempt to change the platform in which they coach. Join us on a fun adventure as we discuss unique coaching styles. We've all been coached before, in school, at work, or on a team. Your first coaches were your mom and dad who taught you how to communicate, tie your shoes, or play a simple game of catch. Coaching is a universal part of how we get others to get something done. Join your host, Raphael, and his guests on this unique journey in coaching. Hi, I'm Sifu Raphael, and this is the Coaching Call Podcast. If you enjoy this episode, please subscribe and leave a review. This episode was made possible by listeners like you. If you enjoy my show, go ahead and buy me a cup of coffee. Make it a large. To donate, go to paypal.me slash Raphael. That's S-I-F-U-R-A-F-A-E-L. I'm trying to keep this podcast free of advertisements. Anything you can donate is greatly appreciated. Thank you. I really appreciate your support. My guest today is Celeste Priest. Celeste is a mental health and alternative healing coach. Good morning, Celeste. Thank you so much for joining me on the Coaching Call podcast. How are you today? Good morning, and obviously good evening to us here in Australia. And That's good right. morning to New York. How exciting. <laughs> right. <laughs> Reaching across, across the continents, right, to, to have a great conversation. For us at the moment here in Australia, so it's like around late in the evening, but still beautiful, warm weather. I'm actually looking out onto palm trees and uh, beautiful frangy panties. So it's obviously a bit different to New York. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. We're actually warming up, so we're doing okay. <laughs> so, Celeste, tell me, if you don't mind, if, if we can start from... from early on when you realized or you kind of there's two ways that people can look at things right one it just happened but it really didn't or there was something that triggered your movements into where you are today so let's go back when maybe you were a little girl what motivated you how did you find a passion for what you are actually doing today? Well, I was incredibly blessed. I was born into a theatrical family. So Mm -hmm. every single person in my family was uh, either a ballerina or a musician or set design, lighting design. So I was blessed to actually continuously go and travel through different countries which means my, my, my awareness for other people's ways of habits and thinking and culture and behavior. I had this broad view of how humans are and how they think. Right. And that's where my creativity first had to flow, doing lighting and set design. But truly, I always knew that my main passion was finding out more about people and why we are so unique and so authentic. And that's why now I work in mental health. Wow. It's, it's pretty incredible, the journey that you've been on. So tell us when, and you were in the theater for many, many years. 
what roles did you play and how far and why did you actually travel? Well, I grew up in, mainly I was, I was born in Germany, but again, by the age of, I think, 18, uh, when I was allowed to tour by myself and I didn't have to tour with my parents, right, God bless right. them. Until then, I had to be under their wings. I think we were already through nearly eight different countries. And I'm talking about then different schools, different homes, different theaters. And I think now, by the end of 18 years, I nearly did over 70 cities internationally. Oh, my goodness. That's amazing. That's really cool. Yeah. And I think for me, that was always where I was so blessed by having when you are in a theater you actually work with so many different cultural people you have to learn different languages and, and different ways of people yeah. their food and their habits and some of them are eccentric and some of them are more quiet and that's where my fascination came for how does the brain work how can we alter moods what do we eat what do we smell and feel and hear right. you know hearing classical music can either fire you up or it can make you really melancholic and cry and bring out the emotions you know if you want to if you want to be sad and you want to get that out listen to some certain music you know or the opposite if you want to do fitness People listen to certain music. And with the essential oils, I, I, I know and I've done my research how we can alter through breathing in, inhale, exhale, so breathing exercises. We can alternate the GABA, the acetylcholine, serotonin, dopamine, all of that by breathing in, smelling, feeling, touching, hearing. And I guess I'm a bit of an advocate to bring this more into society, to teach children more about that. Mm -hmm. let, let me ask you, when you traveled all these different countries and it, it kind of drove you to understand the human psyche a little better, right? Mm -hmm. Because w when you think about it, facial expressions, the way the hands are used, right? If somebody's very talkative with their hands or their hands are down, yeah, I'm they don't move. To keep my hands yeah. down. <laughs> so so yeah. what winds up happening is, is did you notice different, I, I say almost like maneuvers or, or the way people acted in different areas when it came to, you know, you were in one country, you went to another country, and maybe their body language? Huge, absolutely. Like, I um, grew up with my stepfather was actually Spanish Moroccan, mm -hmm. um, and so and I also actually had a lot of gay and drag queens around me. So they fiddle around with my hands and they speak louder and they're more, you know, way more volume of expressing themselves. And, right. And so definitely going into different cultures or also who you are. So if you're around a person who's not a singer, they're always going to be a little bit more eccentric. But if you may be around a person who's more like a composer, then they're more in, in their own mind and more softer. So I believe you can tell a lot by their career or by their culture if they're more quiet or if they're more loud and eccentric. But also what experience they've had in life. Of course, of course. You know, if you've been a person who's been through war or a very difficult childhood, or again, maybe their 
and their inflammation is stronger, so they have more depression, then they're going to be a bit more fatigued and a bit more slower and a bit more sadder. Whereas a person that maybe even has a a lot of joy and and a lot of energy and a lot of acetylcholine and serotonin and dopamine, then you'll see them all, you know, zipping around. And when we work in mental health, that's one of the first things I observe, you know, how much, how are the eyes reacting? Are they sitting Mm. up straight? Is their chest open or are they more slouched down? So yeah, it's, it's endless. It is. Really? (laughs) That would be a a whole show for itself. And I'd love to talk about it. (laughs) Right. Right. I mean, when, when you think about it, for example, a drag queen, very dramatic, very, very, very outgoing, super friendly, right? Yeah. And, and their demeanor is where they feel they have to perform the whole time in a way, right? Because they're not showing their, their self because they've, they're, they're all made up. They're they taking a, a different persona, let's say. Mm. And I mean, whenever you meet a drag queen, my God. Talk to them. They are so fun and exciting. They will lift your mood. They will lift your mood. Absolutely. They really do. Yeah. And they also actually re- make you reconsider, oh, my God, that stupid little thing that I was angry about right. and that was whirling like a washing machine in my brain for two hours and wasted two hours of my day is such a, such a small little nonsense issue and when you go no and again this is cultural based um i'm I'm a very big peterson jordan fan and he often speaks obviously about the biological difference in this and that but what i've noticed is when you when you have gays and drag queens around you they they allow themselves to authentically recreate almost their hormonal balance balance and and how they reflect onto everything and i think that actually means freedom Mm -hmm. they actually represent freedom i am who i am i do not care what other people think but many people can't live like that because maybe they're restricted to be a lawyer Mm -hmm. or a doctor or a mediator for family situation so I often as a counselor have to notch it right down wow yeah (laughs) I have to be you know quite a conservative mediator and I can't be full of energized because I'm actually there to calm other people down right and that's and that's again where I love essential oils because you have like more of the the lavender and the valerian (laughs) to calm you down, whereas um, if I allow myself to have my moods more elevated, you know, then I would inhale or listen to more some upbeat, you know, music. So I think you'd be surprised how much we can alter that as well in, in, you know, how how we're going to release our emotions and our thinking pattern and and our energy as well. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So let's go ahead and talk more about the essential oils. That's something that you definitely bring with you, I guess, right, when you're helping people. You talked about lavender. What are the properties of the lavender that are going to help someone calm down? Yeah, so... 
lavender, number one, it's it's very strong anti-inflammatory. And what I'm a strong believer, obviously, in the medical system because I've, I've lived in foreign countries. So even I've had my uh, vaccines and and this and that. And, and, and but I, I'm trying to teach that certain spices, roots, seeds, medicinal plants, sacred plants have an effect. And one of the main issues I've noticed when it comes to mental health, it actually is related to inflammation. Mm. And lavender is a very strong anti-inflammatory, antiseptic, antiviral. So the person might have actually a really bad stomach, but they're constantly bad-tempered, cranky, tired, fatigue. Mm. And it's only because they have a bad stomach or they have a bad throat or they're constantly in pain or, you know, with women, ovaries. Right. So I think teaching more about certain oils that will help you with antiseptic, antiviral, you will see your moods will alter accordingly as well. So I often ask people if they go, I'm always tired. I'm like, well, are you drinking too much coffee? Because that's going to shoot up, you know, your, your serotonin, your dopamine, and that's not what we always want. Right. You know, so, so you need to ask a few very basic questions, nearly, in what are you eating, what are you drinking, and at what time? Absolutely. So lavender, yeah, so lavender, valerian, mistletoe is the, it's, I always call it, it's the legal sedatives. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Just, yeah, I have a lot of parents ask me that. <laughs> um, they literally write, what's a legal sedative? <laughs> um, and I go try a hot bath with some love, um, valerian. And, uh, and then you can go the opposite. Mm-hmm. If you have fresh lemon, eucalyptus, peppermint, rosemary, and if you're going to breathe that in, including like a four second in, four second out, inhale, exhale, your mind is going to clear because of two things. Number one, it's actually opening up your your breathing system, mm-hmm. right. which gives you more oxygen, which is going to lower your anxiety. Right. Yes. You know, breathing. Often I just go, just breathe. There's nothing wrong. Just breathe. You're not breathing properly. And the other one is also we constantly underestimate the inflammation in your cerebral fluid. Mm. And that, that is all, you know, our, our brain. And the headache is actually inflammation in, in our cerebral fluid. So having peppermint on the side of your temples or breathing it in is actually helping you to, to have reduce inflammation. Oh my gosh, that's incredible. I know, it's so much. <laughs> I'm trying to keep my answer short as well. Sorry. No, no, I mean, listen, I, I'm loving it because as excited as I am about our conversation and I know what you're doing, it's very intriguing and very comforting to know that this is kind of a natural effect that we're doing with our bodies. We don't have to take the drugs. We can do this naturally. So please, please share. We're not talking about just like putting mint on your head, right? We're talking about oils that have been processed, right? Yeah. Those are things that I just learned. I didn't know you could do that. 
And wow, thank you for that. So please be explicit. Yeah, and, and I, re I really want to um, mention something very, very important. I always teach people, you know, when you buy something to eat, read the packet, oh, yes. you know, turn it around, GMO, growth hormones, steroids, antibiotics, da-da-da-da-da. Well, maybe put that to the side. And it's the same with essential oils. And I'm going to be very careful how I express this, but there are a lot of very world-known, big essential oil companies. And the truth is they grow them in China or India, and it's almost like they're genetically modified. Mm. So they're actually not going to have any effect. They just smell good. Ah. And they put them in beautiful design bottles, and it's – if it does it have a placebo effect? Probably. I, I, I've done a lot of research on placebo effect. I'm to the point where I'm a big fan. If you know how to use it and use it for something positive, right, right? right? Very important. But with my brand, and this is why it took me nearly two years to really get started. You know, while doing the bachelor degree, you know, in psychology and counseling, and you know, I've got three step kids, and I've got the theater, and I want right, you know right, all of that. Right. So, is I wanted to be 100% Australian grown. Mm. And that's not be because I'm patriotic about Australia. I'm actually European. But for me, if I know where it comes from, I know I can say to my clients, this is vegan and this is organic. Right. And when it's organically grown with anything, you know, going back to gene, um, genetically modified foods this right. is where all the inflammation is coming from this is where uh, mental health is an issue cancer whole another subject oh, of course. <laughs> well you know you, you you're not you're not taking in the, the pesticides when it's organic and and that is huge because think about it if you eat an apple right and it has it's not organic it's got all those pesticides attached to it my gosh like nicotine spray as an example right here in Australia, the greener the apple and the more it's nice and shiny, you know, they actually spray nicotine spray mm. around apples. And you just go, oh, my God, I'm just giving my six-year-old child nicotine spray. Wow. It, you know, you, if you really start breaking it down. But sometimes you don't want to provide too much information because otherwise you're just going to spread phobia and fear and then you know you still need to enjoy your food right 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 absolutely mm. it's very concerning when when you're trying to if somebody says you know the doctor says have an apple a day and mm -hmm. how do you realize that certain foods you have to really be careful with so buying organic yes it's going to cost more yeah Unfortunately, but it's it's totally worth it because you, you what you're putting in your body, right? It's going to reflect on on your skin and everything else, yeah. and it makes such a huge difference of how you feel as well. Maybe you know you're not going to feel it from one day to the next, but in the long process, you will. You'll feel yeah. so much better. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, Celeste, tell me. By the way, I'm always energized. I don't know why. People always want to know, what is Raphael on? Because he's nuts. He's always on he's high happy. energy, supercharged. <laughs> and they're like, what is he on? And people go, what are you taking? I want some of it. And I go, life. 
I love life. I, I every moment is something I cherish, right? So mm-hmm. having this conversation with you is is just phenomenal for me. So I'm cherishing every second that I'm alive, mm-hmm. right? Because life is short and we it's need true. to take advantage of every moment, right? We often teach time. When it comes to counseling, we often go, well, to set goals or to set changes of your habits, just realize that you only have a certain amount of time. So once you realize you have certain amount of hours to sleep, certain amount of hours to study or to nourish yourself or obviously work, most of us have to work. So you, the, we've, I found it easier with clients. When you teach time management, it sort of helps you to understand, okay, what makes me happy right. and what doesn't. And then you can start slowly. And again, this doesn't happen overnight. Then you can start altering and going, okay, well, I want to really spend six hours of my day of being happy. I have to do at least four hours a day of something that doesn't make me happy, but that's going to pay the bills. But you slowly, that I find as a counselor often helps where I go, if you want to become more happy, then then, then look into time management. Mm-hmm. And, and, and that's also where we sometimes go, life is short. And you always see these quotes on Instagram, life is short. Well, it is goddamn short. <laughs> it definitely you, is. It's better get into time management now, today, while mm-hmm. you go scrolling through Instagram because that's already last 10 minutes you've just wasted. Yeah. Yeah. But you just mentioned something interesting where you just said, oh my God, everyone, you know, you have all this energy. There's some people that have actually more serotonin, more endorphins, more dopamine, more oxytocin, and some people have more GABA. So when a person has more acetylcholine and GABA, you actually are more a fatigue or a more slower person or more sleepy person and less energy. So again, we can... Find out how your brain is so your neurotransmitters who are which are sparked through experiences again, touch, feel, smell, mm. all of that. We can, if you once find out, okay, who am I? Then you, we can start tweaking that a little bit because, like, you would definitely be a person where we go, okay, just a little bit more gabba that would calm you down if, if that's <laughs> what you want, you know? right? Right. Um, so yeah, and, and then again, once you go into the understanding of neurotransmitters, and again, this is the great thing we're 2021, you can go onto YouTube and go, What are neurotransmitters? What is dopamine? The information is there, mm-hmm. it's all there. You just have to spark your interest in going. Well, for me to be more happy, what's going on in my brain? What's sparking my brain? What right. neurotransmitters are sparking my brain? What's sparking neurotransmitters for my environment? So you, it's sort of like you're breaking it back down right to what is your environment? What's sparking you? You know, what's happening in your life? And often I have to ask, well, if your flatmate is pissing you off every day, well, that's not going to help you in being more happy because <laughs> you need it there you need to live happy where are you waking up Mm -hmm. because those are the first few things your brain's going to start sparking already how are you waking up and where next to whom 
So it, again, that's a whole subject where we go, your brain is reacting to your environment. And then we can figure out your environment. And again, this is not easy because you have to make some really disciplined choices in, in where you live, who are you with, who are your friends, who are your work colleagues, right. um, and what's your job. I worked in theater for 18 years, and I'm going to tell you straight, it wasn't the best paid job, but I got to see over 77 cities in my life. Wow. And you get to speak other languages and you get to understand different cultures. And, and, and I see myself as a very harmonic and peaceful person. I have a greater picture of what I think is important for life. Whereas, you know, so, so I, I was blessed to say my parents always said to me, start with theater and then see where you want to end up. But theater will at least make you happy. Right. And then you can go from there. In realizing, because you did travel you did meet so many different types of people it allowed you definitely to recognize the different cultures the different mannerisms the different way people reacted and acted and one of the things that that is said that when you're trying to convince someone to take on the same very big word i know (laughs) when you're trying to convince someone to Take on your same approach. For example, a salesman, right? A salesman is told you don't speak at a different speed than the person you're trying to sell, right? So as a salesperson, you don't talk fast if they talk slow. You have to slow down. If they talk fast and you talk slow, you better learn to talk faster. If they use their hands a lot, you need to use your hands a lot. So it's that reading the person you're with. And it sounds to me like you've become an expert at that because in watching your mannerisms, you have taken it at different levels. And I love it because it shows your excitement. It shows that sometimes you do have to calm down a little oh, bit, yeah. you know, and then other times it's like super exciting and everything. So that balance that you need to bring out in another person and another human being it is very critical. Mm. When, you know, one of the things that, you know, I said, I'm always ready to go and ready to jump and this and that. But I also, I practice meditation. I do Tai Chi, you know, so I know how to calm down. I know how to go from a high to a low. And it's not an emotional thing. It's more of a feeling thing for me. Let's talk about the smells that you were talking about, because they make a difference. But we've had a pandemic that has caused people, some people, not everybody, to lose their sense of smell. Maybe for a couple of weeks, maybe. I've heard of people who've lost their sense of smell for over a year now. Some people who lost it last March, and and here we are. Some people actually got COVID right before everything was shut down, and they still have no smell. So how do we help someone who and a lot of people went into depression and, and you know, they, they closed up. So how do we help someone who maybe needs our help, but they have no sense of smell or taste? So again, with, with hearing and smelling and tasting. So I, 
After, what happened through COVID is number one, the arts industry, theatres, orchestras, shows. I mean, really the first thing that was the most dramatic thing that was taken away from us was hearing music, dancing. Yes. I mean, dancing. Oh. And dancing with each other. And as you just said, people ask, I think in America, you're still wearing masks. Yes. Um, taking away the smell. So my personal advice to that would be use, again, time management. Take your time to get those big, beautiful headphones on and listen to music to stimulate your moods. And with the breathing, you can actually get these squeezy bottles and actually flush out with hot water and salt. And there's different little satchels you can buy. Most of them are eucalyptus or sea salt. So actually flushing out your nose every day will actually also help you clear out your airways. And again, often with or without masks, some people who actually have broken noses from being a boxer or training, their moods are different because they're not breathing properly. So again, nose injuries can be what they think, oh, I'm a tough boxer, I don't need my nose. And I'm like, well, you're not breathing properly, that's why you're short-temperate. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> right? So, so with the situation, with the masks, and in general for fitness people, make sure your nose is cleared out and your throat. Mm. And there's a lot of exercises you can do when you're at home without the masks or wherever you can have the masks off. Right. Four seconds in, hold it, four seconds out. They actually do that also in the military and the Navy for police force to calm down. Now, with the masks, you can have different ones with different fabrics. So you could actually drop a little essential oil into the mask and then that. you bring it in. Yeah. You know, have some fresh lemon, eucalyptus, peppermint, rosemary. Those are always, I'm, I'm naming ones that are very easy to purchase in every store. Mm. So I'm not going into, you know, um, blue lotus, which you can only get in. in Thailand or frankincense, which is African. I'm, I'm really trying to go, okay, what, what are the basic ones that you can purchase in every street corner? So there's no excuse. You can go out and do this today. Right. <laughs> so it's your way. So, you know, lemon eucalyptus. And again, read where it's from. Is it organic? Where was it grown? Right, right. Um, and drop it into your mask mm-hmm. and, and, and breathe that in. And then obviously during the daytime, have something like that that will, you know, give you some energy and some joy. Right. And then in the evening, have the lavender or the, or the mistletoe. Now, there's one thing I'd like to mention to that. I, for example, specialize a lot in yang yang. And yang yang is actually an aphrodisiac. Mm-hmm. But... It's all about how you word things. So aphrodisiac actually means it stimulates your brain to be interested in something. Right. So it, it, it's not just about being sexual. It actually makes you go, oh, what, what's going on over there? Or, oh, what's happening here? Or So when you are going through a, a world epidemic like that, I have noticed stimulating people with just a little bit of more yang yang or like a bergamot 
it's not just the aphrodisiac, it actually just makes you interested and happy again. Nice. So that's also something I would really recommend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You, you know, I've had people, you've obviously have heard the, net, the netting pot or the neti pot, where you fill a pot and you put it in your nose and you go sideways and then yes. it comes out the yes. other nostril. Somebody said, do that. I was like, oh, I can't do that. It's going to feel so weird. <laughs> Yeah, some things feel weird in life, yeah, you know. Right, you but you have to do it. Get somewhere, <laughs> go and suffer a bit to get, you know. So. So, sometimes you have to feel discomfort to feel gratification, right? Yeah. But as long as it's not hurting you, <laughs> when you think about helping people, what type of people are actually coming to you and saying, "Celeste, I need, I need your help." Mm. I, um, one of the main clients of mine are actually psychologists because they have, and and, and they actually also do their own branding. So this is one thing also I do with my company. It's not just about Priest and Co. It's about, okay, well, if, if you are a psychologist and they have their own branding on it, which is really good. But as an example, they deal every day with people that either need a mood elevator mm-hmm. or they need someone to have better sleep. So psychologists are probably one of the main clients. I have yoga teachers that buy oils to put on their on their elbows, on their knees, on the lower back. For example, I have a lot of ballet teachers. My parents are obviously still in ballet. will never leave me. <laughs> so I have a lot, yeah, a lot of ballet moms and a lot of ballet teachers because they understand the aches and pains from constantly performing at top peak. A lot of PTs, so personal trainers, mm-hmm. um, that go into extreme sports because, again, if you are in extreme sports, you're going to have pains and aches and inflammation. Right. So, again, they have their own branding and um, they have anti-inflammation ones. Or I have... To be honest, nine to five hard workers or multitasking mothers that mm. literally go, God damn it, give me something. I am so stressed. I am going to do this or this or that. Right. So, <laughs> Which we won't disclose. Say, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't strangle your child. Right. Have a deep breath first. <laughs> So, you know, it's it's not just the extravagant doctors or psychologists or busy lawyers or, you know, I have doctors that do eight-hour surgery. Mm. They have to stand on their feet and be fully concentrated for eight hours. Right. I mean, some of these doctors completely dehydrate themselves because they can't go right. to, to the you know, to the so they would have a little drop of peppermint in their masks because it actually really stimulates your brain to concentrate. Mm. Um, so everybody, go get peppermint. Yeah, everyone. <laughs> everybody. I know, again, I'm just, I'm <laughs> my answer short. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. The essential oils that, that we should be using. And I'm, I just became a big fan. Thank you. And, and uh, let me ask you, with the oils that you're doing, is it worldwide shippings or is it just in Australia? No, I'm just proud to say it is Australian grown. Right. Because, and, and again, the only reason I chose that is because I live here and then I can really give my personal 
agreement that this is, I know where it's being grown. I know it's organically. So it is grown in Australia, but we do ship worldwide. Absolutely. Nice. We would love to, you know, share this with more people. Excellent. And the nice thing is we do custom design. So I, as I said, I have people email me going, I don't know what I need because I don't understand anything of spices, roots, plants, sacred, you know, medicinal plants, but this is how I feel and this is what I need. Right. So can you help me to, to, to get to sleep? Can you help me to be more focused? Can you help me to be more sexual? Mm. Can you help me to finally get rid of my back pain? Right. But I work in an office, so I'm not going to change my posture because that's my job. So mm. it's, again, I'm never here to change people. And when you said the word convince, I never try and convince someone. I feel yeah, I'm not convincing anyone. It's you that needs to make the choices. Right, right. I well, can point doors, but you—you <laughs> you, got to either run through it and knock it down, or gently open it. Right, you right. know, totally up to you. But <laughs> no, no. But I was talking about a salesperson because if if that is the job, and you have sales people who love what they do because they believe in the product, right? Yeah. And it's a passion, right? Yeah. So, for example, I'm a salesman. You're a salesman, saleswoman. I'm sorry. So, a salesperson. Let's let's make it correct. We're all salespeople. Right? That's right. Soul. It's not male or female. You know, that's what I always say. The body is male or female, and your hormones and yeah, your right, biology. Right. <laughs> soul. So, so what winds up happening with a salesperson if they have the passion for it, right? then it's it's not necessarily convincing a person in a negative way it's it's letting them know look i believe in this item so much or this product or this service so much that my passion is going to show when i talk to you about it just like yours is showing right now and when i'm trying to when i say convince is is i mean of course they're going to make their own decision but i'm going to show them the benefits of mm why they would need to do certain things. For example, when I'm, I'm asking someone to become a member of my martial arts mm. program, it's because they came to me first because they have a need, right? And then my job is to say, what is your need? How yes. can I fill that need for you? And if I can right. fill it for you, then we should work together. Yeah. So in the past... I would say over 25 years ago, when I used to sell martial arts lessons, I was like, you just got to do it. Now, I don't even do that. I let the lessons sell for me. And people are like, oh, how much is it? I'm like, I'm going to let you try it for a month. And then we'll have a talk because I want you to love it. And if you don't love it, it's not for you. Right. So it, the program sells itself. And it's important to understand that when we are convincing someone or we're persuading someone to do the right thing for themselves because they did come to us, right? How do we use that and, and how do we do it in, in, in a way that it's not just only beneficial for one person? It's beneficial for everyone. everyone. So that's when you believe in the product. Yeah. So... Two things. One thing you mentioned is people go, well, how much does it cost? And I always just go, well, hang on a moment. It's not about 
the money you spend. It's about, again, time management. Do you want to spend time in getting better, which means martial arts, which means dancing classes, yoga classes, Mm -hmm. or breathing in and oil doing breathing exercises. So the, the, th- the first thing we often explain is that it's not about the money you're spending. It's about the time that you're going to spend with that service or that product that's going to make you better. Do you want to be better? Yes or no. Are you going to spend time on that or not? Are you going to prioritize that yes. or not? Yes. Right? And again, it's them making the decision. Yes, there's so much I'd like to say to that. <laughs> yeah, it's, um, I think money is always such a hard one to uh, talk to people with because I always go, what is, you need to actually first clarify what's, what are your values? Correct. And morals and ethics. And, and, and for me, the more people I see that do dancing classes, yoga classes, or go sailing or do martial arts, I actually see more happy and relaxed and fit people, which means we're actually creating a better generation for the next, you know, for the chief of society and changing the whole world. Right. So because if my energy, my frequency is positive, I'm going to give that on to other people. And so for me, it's not just saying to one person, well, you need yoga for you to be better. I'm a bit like, well, could you, all, could you do all of us a favor and do more yoga? <laughs> yes. Because if more people would do that, we would all be a lot happier. Absolutely. <laughs> if Absolutely. all of us would breathe in a few oils, we'd all be happy. If we would all eat better food, everything would be easier. Right. But, I mean, that's obviously, you know, poof. Where, where do we start, you know? But, yeah, I think it's teaching people, do you want to be part of something bigger? Right. Or do you just want to do this for yourself? And that's, again, going into prioritizing your values, which goes back to your morals and ethics, how much time you're going to spend on it. Yes. Is the ego coming out or are you doing this for something bigger? And poor, when that starts shifting, it's the that you you're breaking down layers of their frequency and their energy. And I'm a huge Greg Braden fan, and he taught me at very young age that energy is everything, energy and frequency. And I understood that obviously because you know having parents in classical ballet, there was right. a lot of Tchaikovsky music, and I had to sit as a child in empty big auditoriums where the orchestra would warm up. You know, so you learn a lot about beat and music and feeling. And so you you really got to break that down and coming, looping it back to being a salesperson, break down what money means to them, break it down to where are your values? Are you doing this just for me, 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 me? Or are you doing this for a bigger picture? Are you doing it like a doctor would do it because he's got a lot of patience he wants to help. Of course. If a mother is taking it, she wants to be a better mother for their children. The children are going to carry it on. I work with people that drive ambulance um, cars. So police officers, security people. I mean, I have so much respect and love for people in that field because they wake up every morning helping other people. So their morals and their ethics and their time management 
is, you know, very different to some other people. And so they, for example, take the oaths because they're doing something so much bigger for society. Right. And it's, it's to a lot of people, it's not a job. It's a, it's a life choice. It, it, it's, it's a passion, right? It's who you are. It's who you are. What are you doing? So one of the things that you said earlier is like a lot of people can go on YouTube or the Internet. But, you know, how many hours or months or years can you cut out if you get a professional to help you? Right. Because, listen, a lot of people with martial arts can actually go online now. They can go on YouTube and they can learn martial arts. The, the reality of it is. Are you learning the right martial arts? Are you learning the benefits of the martial arts or are you just doing the movements? Do you understand everything? It's, it's the concept of having someone there to guide you. This is why for me to go and, and, and find out everything you know, it's going to take me a long time. You know what? I'm just going to call Celeste. She, she's got the answers I need. So coaching... <laughs> Coaching and finding those people who are going to guide you and, yeah. and save you time because time yeah. you'll never get back ever, mm -hmm. right? What I did yesterday is awesome, but that time will never come back. However much money I spent yesterday and it's out of my pockets, I can remake that money, but I can't make time back. So what do we do? If we want to succeed, yeah, we're going to have people in our corner who are going to help us. If if I want to really dive deep into who I want to be, I think I need people in my corner, like a boxer. They have people in their corner, right? An MMA fighter. They have their coaches. They have everybody who's guiding, who's helping. This is why coaching is so so important. And people don't realize it. I do, I do all different kinds of coaching with people. But when people come to me and they're specifically looking for something, the biggest question I ask is, what is your end game? What do you want to accomplish? Because it's not going to happen overnight. Mm -hmm. We need to take a step back. Where have you been and where do you want to go? Because those are the key elements that we need to work with people and to help them. And, and again, sometimes we go, yes, goal setting is very important in sports or in mental health. However, I still always try and remind people that everything is just a journey and we have to enjoy the journey of getting there because sometimes if we focus so much on the goal, we don't, again, we lose time in enjoying the journey to it. There's one thing I'd like to say about how can we choose the right, right way in receiving information then, and then to find our own way to project it again into our career, into our passion. We're all very different people. Mm -hmm. Some people can listen to audios and they remember every single word and that will help them. Other people actually have to read a book. Right. So reading books, that is their way, that's how their brain is taking information on. 
I'm a person, I can listen, but if I write a sentence, I will remember that word or that sentence for the rest of my life. But if I, if I just hear it, it'll, it'll be out. Right. So, and I'm, for me, obviously being in theater, I, I'm a personal person. I want to touch, I want to feel, I want to hear, I want to laugh, I want to hug. There's mm. um, not everyone is like that. No, and it, not it, at all. You know, and it's okay to not wanting a hug from everyone, you know, or it, it's not everyone's thing. So I guess step one again is with with choosing which coach or how to receive information is how's your brain working? Who are you? Are you a person that needs to write things? Are you a person that needs to just see it? Are you a person that really needs someone to, like when you learn dancing and you learn tango, you've got a person guiding you through every movement, right? Um, Martial arts, same thing, right? Mm -hmm. Like I am a very big fan of of certain people that don't live in Australia and and I have to listen to their broadcasts or their, you know, their audios. And um, I have trained myself in a way with the brain to be able to listen and write notes. And once I write it, I remember it. Uh, If I start reading a book, I will fall asleep. And that's just who I am. I can't read a lot. But give me a four-hour audio, I will be sharp for four hours and write notes. But reading after 30 minutes, I'll fall asleep no matter what time. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm I'm, I'm happy to to admit that to people, you know. So, So maybe also find out not just who's the coach, but how does your brain take information on? Right. And, and I think that you're probably not writing when you're listening. You're not writing word for word. You're probably writing like I do when I'm taking notes. If I go to a conference or something, I'm writing key ideas or key notes that are going to trigger that that remembering of what I heard. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. So so that's, that's very important. And, and I love the way you said it because if – if you're dealing with a coach who speaks very fast and you're having a hard time understanding them, that's not the right coach for you, right? If you're very fast paced and you're dealing with a coach who's talking a little bit slower, that is not the right coach for you. And, and different voices, yeah. voices, dialects, male and female. Right. Are you going to choose a male coach or female coach? Super important. Oh, Who do yeah. you want to? Which goes back to childhood, you yeah. know, all that. You can break it right down, you yeah. know. It's also who resonates with you, right? You know, it's that chemistry. Because if you're going to be working with a coach and there's no chemistry – and I'm not talking sexual chemistry. Let's get that out of our heads. No, I'm talking I'm about yeah. a, a, a real human connection. If you're looking for a coach and there, and you feel there's no connection, then then there's nothing really that you can get from that person. I mean, yes, they may be very smart, very intelligent, and maybe they can guide you in a certain way. But unless you make that full connection, you mm. may not fully benefit from what their message is. So you're absolutely right. We need to be able to connect, to understand, to know ourselves first 
and then the coaching will be phenomenal. The first step is, though, when we counsel people with drug addictions, I, I always try and explain, if you're doing this for someone else... It's not going to work. It's not going to work. Mm. You, you've got to do it for yourself, and then the rest will fall into place. Mm-hmm. And you just said something important with, are you going to have the, the energy resonating, that harmony with that one coach? This is very important also with what kind of tribe you're around. And this is one of the hardest things that for me it was difficult because we were constantly touring. Mm. So I had no choice. When you're on a nine-month tour right. and you're doing 60 hours a week, uh-huh. you don't have a choice. Right. You learn to deal with that person who's sitting right next to you in the lighting, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> in the lighting room with you for nine months and 60 hours a week, you know, so I've learned a lot more tolerance than probably I'd like to right. teach other people. Right. Yeah. So I really want to express that if you want to achieve certain things in your life, you actually got to be in that kind of tribe. Yeah. So if you want to be more into music and harmony and dance, then be around those people. Right. If you want to be more into, you know, the, the football, the soccer or the fitness or the martial arts, then be around those people day and night and you will actually see you'll become that. And that's also with being around, sorry, to be quite blunt, nice people or not. If you're constantly around criminals, just because maybe you did grow up in a more rougher area, if you, you can't be ever taken or you will never change if you're still around the people with those habits or those thinking patterns. Right. And that's really hard, especially when we speak about certain addictions, because addictions is two things. Number one, it's your thinking pattern and your actions. So behavior, actions, and thinking. So an addiction is also thinking. Of course. So I'm very direct with clients, and I also have to remind myself very often, and going, if you want to be happy, or if you want to pursue a certain career, or if you want to sell a certain service or product, then who are you around? Who are you? And your wolf pack is you. You're running oh, with yeah, them yeah. every day. So who are you running with? Who are you? Right. My, my mom used to always say, show me your friends and I'll yeah. tell you who you are, right? Yes. <laughs> As a kid, that, yes. that was constant. My mom would like, show me your friends. I'll tell you who you are. You know, yeah, And my dad future. too. Both of them used to say that to me. And it, it's it's important to understand that if and and there goes that that thing do you soar with the eagles or or do you quack with the ducks right <laughs> so it's it, it's important to understand that sometimes yes we we grow up in a certain community but sure. can we find a way out can we dig deeper i mean listen some people are born into poverty yeah and some of those people rise up because their thinking somehow has changed and said, I want more than what I was given. Yeah. I need to excel. I need to find a way. Maybe I got to pick up a book. 
maybe I got to listen to someone or let me listen to someone who's older, who's been here, who's done it and who's made some progress. Let me go find them. And, and, yeah. and when you think about it, now that maybe you're an adult, maybe you're in business and you want to go to the next level, you got to ask yourself, do I want to propel myself in a fast method? Do I want to skyrocket to the next one? Or do I want to take 10 years? But if I get a coach, can I do that in two years? Can I do yes. it in three years? And what are my plans? Celeste, this has been so interesting oh. and so much fun. You, I'd love to do more. <laughs> I know. We have to do more. I think we have to come back for part two because, you yes. know, this is this is so intriguing to me and so informative and you're such a phenomenal person and i love the connection we made so are you. <laughs> you you have so many different facets of of your coaching and the way you're helping people and my gosh i, I think you're where's your cape i think i see it over there yeah you're a superhero. Your cape. <laughs> yeah i know i often say to my client now grab your cape off you go into reality off you go off you go right, you know right. <laughs> Go, go do the things that you need to do to, to excel. Yeah. Absolutely. And, you know, to take the pressure off, life is not easy. And Peterson Jordan always goes, life is suffering, you know. And, and uh, I do always remind people in going, no one said you have to go out there and be perfect all the time. Mm. Because perfect is only measured by what you think is perfect. Right. I've never so met just, a perfect person, by the way. No, absolutely not, right? So just take a deep breath, take your time with things, allow yourself to step back and go, whoa, wait a minute, let me take decisions a bit slower. Right. And, you know, so just take your time with things and value your time. I think that's, that's if it have to be come down to like one quote, it'd be like, inhale, exhale. And just value your time, and the bet you know, and then you'll start slowly seeing what are you spending time on. Right. What well, one of the things that you just said was just so important is is breathing. Yeah. Yeah. And, and we talked about that. So Celeste, find yourself a breathing exercise and coach. Like that's what I always say. Yeah. 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 So Celeste, now I I need I need to get my hands on your products. How do I do that? All how does right. how's everybody so, listening do that? Because we need it. Okay. We need it here in so, the United States. We need it in the UK. We need it in Ireland. We need it everywhere. So yes, please. tell we me. I, so need, the I need the mint. Is, I need the lavender. <laughs> I need things for my joints. A whole kit. I need a yeah. whole kit. So do you yeah, actually we, provide we a whole work. kit? We're working on a new kit, and I'm still. I'm, I might just call it the Mary Poppins kit, but I, I, I need to find out if I'm allowed to do that or not. <laughs> Maybe I have to spell it different or so. Two things. Number one, the great thing is, and I truly mean this, you can email us and go, This is how I feel. This is what I need. I need to sleep more. I need to concentrate more. I need to have uh, anti-inflammation, et cetera. cetera. So email us what you need and we will respond. And we truly mean this for every authentic, unique client that comes through. Wow. And so you just go to the website, priestandco.shop. 
So P-R-E-E-C-E, Priest, which is my family name, Priest and Co, A-N-D-C-O dot shop. And the reason I called it Priest and Co is because like what we're doing right now, you know, you are the Co. We, We are connecting, we're sharing, and I'm always like, let's all teach in a tribe. Coaches have to be in a tribe. Oh, yeah, yeah. We so need each other, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. you're not going to manage this alone. It's incredible no. that, that you're, you're able to do individual products for, yeah. for different people. And I love the fact that people can just go and email you yeah. and get what they personally what need. They because need. my exactly. neighbor next door may need something totally different than I do, Absolutely. right? Absolutely. So, Some ginger and yang yang, you don't need that. You have enough energy already. <laughs> so. <laughs> but, but also, I, I'd love to add towards that, that we, I don't believe in like mass quantity from particular big countries. Right. And, and so for me, it's very important to, to express that if, you, if you're a yoga teacher and you, you have like 25 clients, then we can alter 25 in small quantities with your own branding. And this is something you you don't really have. And, you know, usually it's like you have to buy 5,000 and then you can put your, you know, and for me, I'm like, I'm, my purpose is to have as many as possible people being happy. So if I have a PT that rings me and goes, I'd love to just have 25 bottles or 30 bottles, but I want to have my own branding. Then let's do it. Because the more people we can help, if I can help one people, that one person wants to help 50 people, then it's all just going to, you know, it's really, because I have a bigger purpose. I don't need to have the precinct co on the bottle. For me, it's about the essential oils. For me, it's about helping people. So I actually, in in a business way, go, you be you. Mm. You have your spotlight. You connect with your client. Let me help you to help your clients. Right. It, it's not. It's not about the, the the celeste priest. It's about the oils. It's about the healing. It's about changing the world. It's about shifting. We have to shift. We have to push. And this COVID has been so horrific mm. that right now I'm like Avengers. Honestly, cape on. Yeah. We we've got hard work to do. We've got to step up right now. And I'm talking about right now. And it's gonna be hard, it's gonna be confronting, but let's do it. Yeah. We team up, absolutely. There's a lot more I wanted to say to that, but I keep it. My my partner's like So let me ask you, uh, for example, I mean, my gosh. I think all my clients need your product. So do you have like a sampling kit where maybe I can put it on my counter and I can tell people, hey, try this, try that, depending obviously on what they are needing. And do you have a description of what it is? Maybe for, for, like, let's say I'm going to put it on the counter and I know nothing, right? And so, and then I I can ask the question, what do you need, da-da-da-da? And then that way I can I can help my clients. Mm. And then I say, okay, this is the things you need. 
let me email Celeste and she, oh, I can connect them to you and then say, hey, by the way, this client needs this and that and the other. Is that something that you're thinking or, or did I just bring that into your mind? Now I am, yeah. <laughs> now you are. Because I, I think that... Now I am, yeah. Because, give me 24 hours. I won't be sleeping tonight now. Like. When we collaborate, this is what it's about, right? Because think about it. If you can put this in a yoga studio, like a little sample kit, maybe I don't know how many bottles it is, five yeah, bottles, so ten bottles. interesting you mentioned that. So um, two days ago, I was very privileged to be part of a beautiful dinner. It was very prestige, elegant, fine dining with famous uh, chefs and DJs and singing. And I had little bottles with the little labels, which I did myself. So mm-hmm. carpal tunnel, hello. Hello. My- <laughs> Hello. I think you need some oils oil for that. <laughs> I was like, why am I doing this all so perfectly? Because that's the theater, you know, everything needs to look perfect. Presentation perfect. is key. Oh, yeah. So, yes. So currently, and so what we did is what the, the people at the beautiful dinner had the music, had the food, so all those centers, and we had little bottles. So absolutely we can look into having little bottles with little labels yeah i I think that and and that's what what happens when we talk to like-minded people people who you know right now i am i am your big believer in your product because i would love to have a sample for my clients and Everybody will go, oh, what's that smell or what's this? And then, you know, getting into that conversation with them. Different neurotransmitters. Yeah, and and, and all of a sudden they're like, you know, Raphael cares about me deeper than he did yesterday because look at what he's doing for me. So that, if we can, and hey, I'm into partnering up. If we can do that and bring it to all martial arts schools, right? If we can bring it into yoga studios, you know, dance studios. I mean, my gosh. Yes. What a potential potential you have because it gives people, you know, people think essential oils and big deal. But when you actually are in front of it, and when I used to go to Manhattan a lot, I'd always come up against street vendors. And sometimes they would do the essential oil things, right? And they would say, hey, smell this. Hey, smell that. How's that, you know? So, you know, I smelled and sometimes I would buy one, but did I, did I, I wasn't educated what enough. Doing to you? Yeah. Right. So I, quickly on, on smells, right? I was in Jamaica. I went to Jamaica mm-hmm. on a trip and I took a, a tour and the tour didn't look like anything. It was just trees on either side. And then we stop over at the edge and and the bus driver says it's like twenty five people on the bus, and the, and the bus driver says, "Okay, everybody, get out, go 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 outside, go." And, and I'm like, "Why is he kicking us out of the bus? Is he going to take off? What's going on?" <laughs> yeah. So w- we step outside, and out of the bushes come all these guys, and I'm like, "Oh, now I get it. Something's amiss, right?" So all these really Jamaican guys. They were super friendly. The ones that came out of the bush were super friendly. They were nice. And they were like, hey, smell this. And they took leaves, right? And they were like, smell this and smell that and smell rubbing this. It. Yeah, rubbing yeah. it and this and that. And then I was like, oh, that's that's really interesting and everything. And then 
within a minute, they turn around, okay, pay me. I'm like, pay you for what? And I'm like, oh, no, you have to pay us. You know, you, I let you smell this leaf and I let you feel it. And I'm like, I said, no. And so I said to, to everybody on the bus, and pr probably no one liked me at that moment, but, but I, felt, <laughs> I felt like, wow, we're being taken advantage of. So I turned around and I said to everybody, I said, okay, time to get back on the bus. And I'm not even the tour guide. And I said, guys, get back on the bus. You smelled enough, right? Get back on the bus. We're being swindled. So what wound up happening, one of the guys approaches me and he goes, you know, we let everybody smell things and, and, and they're not giving us money. And I'm like, because this was not our stop. We didn't ask for this. I said, if we asked, that would be different. So, but the smells were really incredible. And, and, and even though we were being swindled, it, it's, it's when, when it comes to nature and what's out there and the beauty that is there. And they were showing us, but they didn't do it in the right way. Two things. Number one, for Sardis, it's okay sometimes to be unpopular. So for you to go, hey, guys, let's do it. That was very, very patriotic and very brave of you because it always takes a very brave person to accept that, okay, I'm going to do something. I'm not going to be popular, but I know it's the right thing to do. Yeah. And we often tell in counseling, it's okay to sometimes not be liked. Just stand to your values. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But the second thing is what I'm hearing out of this, and I live on and off in Philippines, uh, in Fiji. Mm. I've been in South Africa. And so I've lived in third world countries. And I live in a first world country now, right. obviously. And uh, so living in the third world countries, what I notice is we tend to forget. We're constantly rushing and rushing. And what's the next thing? What's the next thing? And it's like Disneyland. Well, let's look at the next thing and the next thing. And with theater, it's like, well, what's, what, what's the next scene and the next scene and the next scene? And Right. Sometimes what these nature people want to show you is actually just to slow down. Mm. So instead of doing the tour bus and going zoom, 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 like a freaking Kentucky tour, they made you get out and just in, embrace their nature. Right. Paying or not, I, I don't, I'm not in the position to give an opinion on that. <laughs> However, the positive thing I'm going to pull out of this story is that often we need to reconnect with nature in a calm way. And so if you have experiences when you're traveling, which I'm so sorry, guys, we won't be traveling that much very soon. But right. when like my experience when I've been traveling and you have indigenous people or local people go, no, but try this, taste this smell this come and i show you this mm -hmm. give it time because oh, yeah. you're not going to have that in your city no not at as soon all. as you get back to nine to five and then your holiday was over so sometimes there's a reason why you're in that environment no matter god or not or whoever the universe has put you in that place in that situation for goddamn reason i just said god <laughs> but you know for the reason right Sometimes, again, inhale, exhale, and understand why you're in that situation right now. If it's good, great. If it's bad, why? Why did you get yourself into that position? Mm -hmm. Why are you on a you know, Jamaican tour bus? Did you read? Maybe it was actually in the actual brochure. <laughs> did you read the brochure? 
No, no, it, it was not. To be honest with you, if but it's it's also it was very weird the way the bus driver kind of kicked us off the bus. He didn't say, <laughs> "Hey guys, there's going to be some people out here that go experience this." I would have been really open to that, and they were they were not even. This is many many years ago, and they were not even asking like, "Oh, you have a dollar, you know, American U.S." They were asking like for twenty or thirty dollars for like a minute of smelling things, and the bus driver did not. That was not one of our stops. That was not our destination. We had one destination going, and I understand if he would have done it a little bit differently. I think the 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 people coming out, or if even they would have been waving to us, or hey guys, you know, that would have been nice. But it's like we stepped out of the bus, and these guys just came out of the bushes and and it, it was very seedy you know it was like uh oh are we getting mugged are we getting killed what's going on so you know I, I used to be a bouncer I used to be you know I'm a martial artist I love to fight so if I have to I would so that's why I took control <laughs> yeah 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 and, that, and that's good and that's your protective yeah. character and your, your authority and your position you actually meant well but I've, my I mean, I love exploring. I mean, don't get me yeah, wrong. Yeah. I, I love and if I go to another country, I'm going to go where the locals go. I, to, yeah, to be honest yeah. with you, I ask, where do the locals go to eat? Because yeah. I want to experience the culture. I don't want to go to the, the tourist place. I want to go and feel what the community is really doing. And there's different ways of repaying for that experience oh, yeah. like I'm very known with my friends in the countries and the places I have lived that I go and I bring 250 toothbrushes wow. with a little toothpaste like, so they're not going to ask me for money mm. because I bought something that they need right. you know is it toolbox is it food is it clean water mm. is it medicine right. you know paracetamols, panadols, things like that. So sometimes as a personal suggestion, if you travel to a third world country and you don't want people pestering you for money, then think ahead and go, all right, I'm going to go to a village. What do they need? And mm. I'm one of these people that goes, okay, I'm going to bring some cool pens. I'm going to bring solid shoes. Or I'm going to bring, you know, it, it depends again on, on the budget you have and right. how much can you carry with you. So I find toothbrushes great because they're very light in the suitcase and every kid can have their own. I love that idea. I love it. So again, it's if you want to go out and have the experience, then think ahead, who are you to them that they are going to really give you an experience? So when I lived in the Philippines, I literally used to be the tooth fairy because I was <laughs> this woman who constantly told people, you've got to brush your teeth and you've got a nice smile. If you've got a nice smile, then people will notice you and then you can maybe go into the world and right. you know have an amazing yeah. career. Yeah. So, so the tooth fairy never had an issue with, Give me money and I'll right. show you where the wild sharks are. They're right. like, oh, my God, you just bought 200 toothbrushes. I'll show you something. Don't tell anyone. I'll show you where the wild sharks are. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Endless stories. Celeste, this has been an amazing, amazing conversation. Thank you so much. I look forward to some more conversations because we, we can talk for hours and hours. I see yeah. that. <laughs> yeah.
thank you again for today. You have an, an amazing rest of your night because it's night there now, right? So in my days, I'm going to go see a client right now. And my gosh, let's keep doing what we do and loving life, right? Yes, please. Let's share the love. Let's, let's you know, and, and the more we can work together in a tribe, the more volume of frequency is going to happen. So let's drum it. Let's get the orchestra of knowledge together. Okay. I have a project for you. Get oh, me, yeah, get me those samples. You know what I'm saying? Get me those samples. Get me that kit. And let's make it happen. Because yeah. listen, it, it's just amazing. So I'm, I'm going to wait for my samples. <laughs> and we'll make, we'll make things happen. I wish I could bring them personally. I just oh, that would be amazing. I don't know, I, you know how. I'm starting to have a lot of friends in Australia. So it's going to have to be me coming to see you guys. Yeah, I'm going to have to do a whole tour of everywhere. Yes, yes. Our home always welcomes healers and, and you know, anyone, shamanic people, good people, just good people. A good person, you always will dine and wine with us. Awesome, awesome. Looking forward to it. Thank you, and you have an amazing rest of your night. Thank you. Good night. <laughs> okay, bye. Bye-bye. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I'll be back with a new episode and a new guest. You can find all episodes of the Coaching Call podcast on Apple, Anchor, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, and wherever you listen to podcasts. I ask that you please leave me an honest review. This episode was made possible by listeners like you. If you enjoyed this episode, go ahead and buy me a cup of coffee. Make it a large. I'm trying to keep this episode free of advertisements. Anything you can donate to the cause is greatly appreciated. To donate, go to paypal.me backslash Sifu Raphael. Thank you and I really appreciate your help.